scripture today from Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 15. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have had their reward. And when you, but, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your, your Father forgive your trespasses. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, it's called the Lord's Prayer, and we pray it almost every Sunday. Some of you may pray it every day. Over the years, it's been it's been sang, it's been sung, it's been signed, and it's been said in many languages, in many places, by many Christians. Um, the ironic thing is, it's it's just a really small, simple prayer. It's called the Lord's Prayer, but it doesn't have the word Lord in it. It's uh, Jesus's prayer, but uh, doesn't mention Jesus in it. It has some theology behind it, but it really makes no big claims. In, in fact, in context, uh, Jesus is clearly saying that that these hypocrites are, are leaping, are, are just putting all these words on on top of words, on top of words, and thinking that those words should make uh, make a difference. That God should hear those many words. But what Jesus says is, "Hey, pray like this." really simple. And so this prayer has been treated as a prayer that we repeat and that we use and that we pray word for word often. Um, But I also believe that the prayer is meant to be a sort of guide for prayer. In fact, uh, the prayer in very similar fashion, although a little bit different, is is found in, in the book of Luke as well. And there the disciples ask Jesus to teach them how to pray and he gives the prayer. So instead of just thinking of this prayer as something you repeat, I think it's helpful to look at the individual phrases and try to unpack them, but to think of them more like categories of prayer or or different components of prayer. We're going to talk about them as buckets, and that your prayers go in different buckets, and there's different types of prayer that you can take out of each bucket. And uh, what I find is when people say that they don't have a very strong prayer life or they don't know what to say to God, it's because they only use two buckets when they pray. They don't have an understanding of the wholeness of of the prayer. So we're going to march through the buckets of this prayer and, and how the individual elements work. Jesus begins the prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. Uh, and... Uh, when he when he says our, it sets the tone for the whole prayer. The prayer is not an individual prayer. It's not my father. It's our father. It's our debts. It's our, it's a first person plural. We, our, our father. And the word father there, it, it means maybe more familiar term like, like Abba. It's, 
It's daddy. Okay, it's a very personal way to talk to God. Our Father who is in heaven, and, and we could do a whole sermon on what Jesus means when he says heaven, but, but what he's talking about is this celestial, spiritual world that is in some way distinct from our earthly world. And part of what Jesus' message is, is that heaven is here, that heaven has come. And we'll see that in the prayer in a moment. And then he begins, hallowed be your name. Now, now your name was more than just uh, the, the, the address that people gave to you. Your name was your personhood. It was who you were. And, and to hallow is to, to make holy, to show as holy, to, um, to, to give uh, honor and respect to the name, is to respect God and who God is. Okay, the beginning of the prayer, the first bucket of prayer, is praise. Okay, by the way, these will all start with a letter P, so you can kind of write them down and remember. But, but the prayer begins with praise, praising God as Father, praising God's name, praising God. So, so a good way to begin your prayers and the way many of the Psalms begin is to start with praise, praising God for who God is and for what God has done. The prayer then moves on to these two little lines of thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, and, and this is the prayer of purpose. That our purpose in this world is to see God's will and God's kingdom be where it should be. Uh, the kingdom is God's rule, his sovereignty, his power in this world. And so we're praying, God, your kingdom come here. Your will, your uh, desire, your focus for the world. And, and there's a big part of this that's important. It's not my will. Okay, It's not my kingdom. It's not my purpose. My purpose is actually to submit to what God's will is. So I'm saying, Lord, what, what you want done in this world, let that be what happens what you want done in my life. And so when I pray for things, maybe I, I pray that. Lord, your will, your kingdom, you be honored. The purpose of my life is to honor you. I'll give you a, a bonus word that begins with P here. And it helps us understand what prayer is really about. Prayer is ultimately about position. It's about us being in our right place with God. It, it, it's not insignificant in the Lord's Prayer that the, the first three requests that are in the two buckets, right? Uh, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. We, those come first, right? That, that I get the God piece right, and then the rest of my life comes into line based around those. It's the same way that the Ten Commandments begin with getting your relationship with God right and then move on to our earthly life. It's the same way Jesus says the first commandment is to love your Lord your God, the second commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. Because if you get the God piece right, if you get the right position, then everything seems to fall in line. Okay, so, so it's important that we in your prayer life, you start with praise, you start with your purpose. You pray the God peace, and then you move on. So in the prayer it goes, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And I'm praying that whatever is your will that's going on in heaven, uh, whatever is going on in the kingdom, 
let it be happening here. That's exactly what Jesus came to do. Then I move on to my daily bread, our daily bread. And we don't understand this because we have grocery stores, we have refrigerators. But in those days, you didn't know where your meals, most people didn't know where their meals were going to come from. And so the main part of the diet was bread. And what you would do is every day you'd have to, to take a little bit of the yeast uh, of the dough that was still sort of rising, and you'd have to make your bread for the day. Okay, the, the, the third bucket, once we get the God piece right, is about provision. God, provide me what I need. God, provide me what I got to have. Okay, so if you're thinking about your prayer life, you start out praising God, start talking about what God is doing in this world, and then you start to say, uh, what do I need in this world? For my bills, for my work, for my kids, for my grandkids, okay? I, I want to, what, what do I need? And it doesn't mean, daily bread doesn't mean you can't pray about bigger things. That you can't ask for a much better job. Or, you know, I, I don't think that Christianity requires a vow of poverty. But what you want to do uh, is be sure you distinguish between a provision and a desire, difference between a need and a want and you start with needs and you pray about needs differently than you pray about wants and, and prayer is one of the places where because we start to get the position right right we praise god we talk about god's purposes then maybe it's in my prayer life that i learn what is actually daily bread and what's a what's a, something i just desire what's a need and what's a want okay so uh, this is, a, again, a good outline for prayer. And if I'm in my prayer life, I, ha I, I, I want to find ways to pray about praising. I want to, uh, to talk about God's purposes. I want to pray about my daily provisions. This is the one that's easy for us because it's most of the time the one we pray. Okay. And then the, the fourth bucket is people. Um, when, it, when it says, um, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And then after the prayer, Jesus says this whole thing about forgiving, uh, that, that you're only going to be able to for, be forgiven if you actually forgive uh, for yourself. I, I don't think that's meant to say that God will not forgive you if you won't forgive other people. But I think if you have trouble forgiving other people, it should give you pause because um, you were forgiven. And because you were forgiven, you should be forgiving. Because you received grace, you should be gracious. Okay, the, this bucket is is about um, is really about relationship. Okay, it's about people, personal relationships. Okay, it's with in my relationship with my spouse, in my relationship with my kids, in my relationship with my coworkers. It, this is the part where you really pray for for other people. And a big part of that is here's another bonus p word, pardon. Pardon, forgiveness, grace. Okay, um, Lord, forgive me. But, but really, pardon could be in all of these. Lord, pardon me that I have not hallowed your name. Pardon me that I've been after my own will and my own kingdom. Pardon me that I have not, uh, I, I've complained because I, I, I have want more, but, but I have what I need. I haven't been content. So I think pardon can go in any of the buckets. But, but I think this, in the, in, if you think about an outline of prayer and finding prayers out of each bucket in your prayer life, this one's about people. 
It's about, about praying for the relationships I have and the people that are in my life. It's about praying for other people in this moment um, so that I'm giving grace to them and at the same time I'm finding grace for myself. Okay, now, there's a big question in this bucket when we start talking about forgiving debts because um, some of you may have pre- pr- prayed in church debts. Some of you may have uh said trespasses growing up. Our church says sins. Well, it's not that big a deal. The The, the words are sort of interchangeable. Okay. A, a lot of times um, in the prayer uh, in Matthew, the word is translated as debts. Uh, and then the description uh, afterwards that I read, I think said trespasses. Um, and then Luke tends to be translated as sins. They're, they're, they're the same concept. A sin is an archery term, like I miss the mark, I've sinned. A trespass is uh, not following a command, okay, breaking a rule. So those are two ways of talking about the same thing. A debt is a way of talking about guilt after doing those things. And so the Bible sometimes calls that a burden or a debt. And so uh, in Luke and in Matthew, you get all those three words kind of interchanged. Uh, so whatever you pray, it doesn't really matter. There was a big move in the Presbyterian Church and a lot of main lines to move to sins uh, to be like more modern, which is kind of weird because we still said thine and thy, right? I mean, we still, we didn't go change all the language. Um, but uh, the bigger deal is uh, the, the idea of pardon and, and really the bigger concept in here is about people. And then the the end of the prayer is about protection, God protecting us on our way. And and if you read it and think about it, it's really kind of a strange prayer. Lead us not into temptation. Why would God lead us into temptation? Is that really something that happens? I think the the bigger idea here is that we we come to temptation. And the word temptation probably can also be translated testing, right? How many of you are having your faith tested right now as we're going through this coronavirus, as we're watching sermons online and in a trailer uh, in the parking lot? Um, it, 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 um, it really becomes a testing of our faith. And Lord, as you lead us, keep, don't, don't lead me to a place where I can't come back from. Don't lead me to, to temptation, to testing that's going to be too much for me. Okay, protect me. As I move. And, and so if you think about it, um, the way some of these other buckets work are about now and about the past. Um, this last one is really about protection for the future. Lord, lead me. Lead me. As you lead me, don't lead me the wrong way. Lead me in good paths. Now, was it odd to you when I read the scripture that it didn't say, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Yeah, um, Jesus doesn't do that. That was added by the early church. We know it was added very early. And, and I, and, but, but if you think about our buckets, uh, I think that what the early church understood, and the Psalms do this a lot, is that as you pray through these different things, the way you should end your prayer is to go back to praise. Okay, And in fact, thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory is really a lot like how it would be your name, your kingdom, and your will. Okay, so you got name, kingdom, will. It, it's sort of a circling back, if you think about it, to uh, kingdom, uh, the power, and the glory forever. So, so if you think about this as your prayer life, 
I think it's helpful just to say, okay, um, I want to get better at praying. Let me outline this. Let me put this on paper. And, and what am I praising God for? And sometimes it, it might be very personal, right? What am I praising God for in my own life? Okay, um, you know, what is my daily bread? It may, it may be more global. Thankful for what Jesus has done. Understanding there's a purpose and, and where is my purpose right now, but, but what is the Christian purpose in this larger difficult time that we're in? And so you can, you can be personal, you can be for your neighbor in these prayers, but I think having the buckets and thinking of the categories can really widen your prayer. And if you take these buckets and then start reading the Psalms, you can get a lot of language to help you go in these buckets. Because the Psalms are always dipping into the different buckets. Um, but but I, I do think that what the, the church has taught us about the Lord's Prayer is to return back to praise. Um, now, just a little side comment. Um, we say amen at the end of prayers. There's good tradition in the Bible for doing that. A- amen just means truly, verily. Um, really, I'm serious, let it be so. I mean, you could translate it a lot of different ways. But we're just saying, Lord, let, let what we've said be so. Now, about praying in Jesus' name, praying in Jesus' name comes out of John 14, that whatever you pray in my name. Uh, but, but people have taken that to mean, if I pray in Jesus' name, amen, then it'll come true. It's like magic words. And if I don't say that thing, well, uh, you know, I've messed up. I got to go back and pray again. no. In Jesus' name, name, remember name, like how would be your name? Your name is who you are, your identity, your character. So what you're really playing when you say in Jesus' name is you're saying, whatever I'm praying, may it be what Jesus wants. May it be according to Jesus' character and Jesus' will. Okay, so in fact, it's a dangerous thing to pray in Jesus' name, amen. Because what you're saying is, Lord, anything I prayed that doesn't line up with your name, Forget it. <laughs> what I really want is, but that takes us right back again to thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's where prayer always takes us. So I hope the buckets are helpful. Think about the, the different categories of prayer in the Lord's Prayer. And I think what you're going to find is that you can have a much, much deeper prayer life. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.